If I know anything about what gamers like, it's Mecha, and Cyborg, and probably Ninja. No, not that Ninja. And in 2015, with the release of Overwatch, the hype was real and everyone's weep dream arrived in the form of Genji, the Cyborg Ninja, which spurs a bunch of memes. And when Figma Genji was announced and released, it quickly became a great addition to Overwatch fans and Figma collectors alike. But even more so for someone like myself, who animates and adores the Overwatch series. Figma Genji quickly became one of my favorites to animate with, and from what I can tell from the videos from the channel, so as many others. But even after a number of videos animating with Figma Genji, I'm still reminded about this figure's shortcomings as well as why it is still so much fun animating with it. So this isn't a review of Figma Genji, this is a review of what it's like animating with Figma Genji. In my time learning and practicing stop motion, there's a few action figures that I've gotten used to practicing with and the first is Bodygun and Figma 405 or also known as Long Range Joshi Kose, which is the first Figma that I've animated with. And the other Figma that I could get my hands on was Figma Genji. And after several videos learning and practicing the craft with these figures, I can say that Figma Genji can be quite delicate to work with, more on that later, but also made for dynamic poses. What I mean by that is, Figma Genji was designed with a lot of mobility in mind and the poses this figure can pull speaks for itself. Dynamic poses aside, let's talk about the details in this figure. Figma Genji is not a cheap figure, and you can tell a lot of the cost went into his details, and it really shows. The level of detail on the paint job is amazing, and even after handling the figure for tens and thousands of shots, the coat of the paint still holds up and looks just as good as the day I took it out from the box. And while it's not necessarily an easy task animating with Figma Genji, of which I will explain more later, I still enjoy animating with this figure, flaws and all. And talk about flaws, let's get into that. As much as I enjoy animating with Figma Genji, he does come with his own shortcomings that I wish I'd known sooner, both as a collector and as a self-taught animator. Genji's character design has a big neck. Now that in itself is not a big deal, but it is when the size of the neck can be quite limiting on the range of motion for this figure. Now to be fair, you can do a lot with this limited range of motion as it is, but you will have to compromise on the poses that requires the figure to look up and down. For every articulatable figure, articulation presents a weak point for all action figures no matter how good they are. And Figma Genji has quite a bit of articulation points, which is great for poses, but at the same time, it also means they are susceptible to damage. And yes, that also includes ball damage. You can't tell from the videos, but Figma Genji that you see and love in his channel has his ankle joint replaced once from a fall when I was animating on a table furious back. And on the subject of joints, Figma Genji's shoulder has a double ball joint which gives him a slight range of motion advantage. Honestly, this kind of reminds me of the video of an actual ninja who could dislocate his own shoulder joint to escape traps. Some people might not like this type of design because it shows gaps and probably doesn't look as good to them, but to me, it's not an issue honestly and it looks just as good especially when it allows me to reach a lot further than most other figures out there. If you're planning to get Figma Genji, you will have to accept the trade-off of a wider range of motion for a larger gap that doesn't look as flush. But it is something that you can conceal by manipulating it to how you need it. 
I also saw this complaint of Figma Genji not being able to do a squat or a split or even a kick motion or pose because of this hip armor piece. And while I do agree this does get in the way sometimes, it's not impossible to get this Figma to do a squat. Now what does get annoying from time to time is his leg armor below his knee. This sometimes can get in the way of specific key poses. This isn't an issue for the most part and honestly it does do its job which is protect the knee joint. Earlier I mentioned Figma Genji can be quite delicate and in Overwatch, Genji always needs, well... I need healing. And just like the game, as cool as Figma Genji's character design is, he's quite fragile as mentioned earlier when I had his ankle joint replaced. Another piece which looks good but can be quite delicate is his scarf piece behind his head. I've been extremely careful so far with this but if you're someone who can get rough with action figures, you need to be careful about this piece here, especially if you plan to animate with Figma Genji or just pose it on regular. Just don't ever drop him and you'll be fine. Now let's talk about his arsenal. See, when I do these sorts of animators review videos, I don't typically talk about the figure's accessories. But man, the first time I picked up Genji's Dragon Sword. I mean, just take a look at this. They didn't just made a regular tiny sword and paint in the details after. There's actual texture of the serrated details of the Dragon Sword. Even the kanji is there. When I saw this, it almost made me want to get a 1 to 1 replica version of the... Oh. Besides the detail of the Dragon Sword, Figma Genji also comes with his own awesome details. His iconic helmet reminds me of Kisaki on his mask or helmet. I'm sure the designer team took this into consideration when they made Genji's character design. And as part of Genji's character design, he has this shoe where it's reasonably wide and its Figma counterpart really captures that. This design gives a wide base of support which provides better balance and that's great because Figma Genji is tall and tall figures usually fall easily, especially if it doesn't have a wide base of support, especially if you're the type who doesn't like to use the stand that comes with it. It's also great when animating with Figma Genji as he can usually stand his own without much support. Overall, whether you're someone who's into the Overwatch series or just looking to buy this Figma, I'd say it's still a solid buy even in its 2022 state. And for someone who animates with Figma Genji, after thousands and thousands of manipulations, he's still really great to work with. And if you're someone who will be doing the same or just love posing figures or will be posing this Figma on a regular, just be careful and you'll be fine. I say this all because I absolutely love animating with Figma Genji, but he does need that extra bit of TLC to animate while changing pose for every frame. I hope this gives you a better insight on the action figure if you do decide to get it or if you already have it and want to try animating with it. If you want to watch the last review, there will be a playlist on screen or check out the last video that was made with Figma Genji inspired from Elden Ring's Waterfall Dance Ash of War. It took a long time to film so I hope you give it a watch if you haven't already. And as always, if you liked the video, remember to drop a like and get subscribed and hit the notification for when the next one drops. Thank you for watching.